0: Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Real Estate Investing Club. I'm your host, Gabe Peterson, and this is the place investors go to gain actionable advice, learn about current market trends, and hear war stories from other professional investors out there in the field today. Before we get started, I have two quick housekeeping items for you. First, if you like this episode, we would very much appreciate a like, subscribe, and share. It is the best way to support the show and keep it running far into the future. Second, if you're a new investor looking to get started in real estate or an experienced investor looking to take your investing to the next level, I've created an ebook just for you that will cover how to find deals that are actually deals, how to finance those deals with little to no money down, and how to exit those deals for maximum value. On top of that, I throw in an insane amount of free bonuses that you'll have access to once you buy the ebook. All I charge is our admin costs to keep this show running. So if you're serious about real estate investing and want to create both active and passive income as an investor, head on over to the website at therealestateinvestingclub.com and click on the button that says, get the ebook in the upper right-hand corner to grab yourself a copy. With that said, let's dive right in. Today, we have a very special guest with us, ready to drop some investor knowledge on you. So buckle up, grab your pen and paper, and enjoy the ride. All right. Welcome back to another episode of the Real Estate Investing Club. Today, we have Amy Ransdell with us. Amy Ransdell is a real estate investing coach Investor and founder of Reva Global, a company focused on helping investors expand their business with real estate-specific virtual assistance. I am super excited to have Amy here because I know the power of virtual, having virtual assistance in your back pocket, helping you out with operations. So, Amy, thank you very much for hopping on the show today. How are you? Uh,
1: yeah, no, I'm great. Thank you for having me. I love this. This is you have a great audience. I love what you guys talk about on here. So, I'm really excited.
0: Perfect. I told you before we hopped on the show, we are all about stories here at the Real Estate Investing Club. I like to hear how people got from point A to point B because it is always different and always interesting. So, why don't you take us to yours? How'd you get started in real estate in the first place?
1: Yeah. So, you know, my favorite one of those memes, right? Like it's the little, you know, the line, the squiggly line that's a success. And most people think it's like a straight line, but it's really like this line full of detours and potholes and disasters. So I (laughs) think, and through that process, we have so many awarenesses and so many cool things happen. And so that's really what my story is kind of about. I didn't go into real estate on purpose. Um, I'm the accidental investor. And a lot of people can tell that story uh, and uh, jumped in with somebody else's hobby. And I was like, okay, cool. This is something that we could actually do something with. And so we just started building out business back in 01. um, I started in the world of short sales. Uh, I was a glutton for punishment. I was doing them before short sales were cool. Like Nobody even talked about them. Banks didn't even have short sale departments back then. Um, So we mastered the process and built some national notoriety within that niche. Um, We did hundreds of those between 01 and 09. Um, But then I, I, my entrepreneurial brain was like, oh, I should do something else with that. So I got my license and went the brokerage route as well. And so I've always been a mashup of a community and a brokerage that are investing agents or investors who have a license or um, an agents who want to work with investors um, doing a lot of retail work as well. So over the years that just grew and lots of small you know, offshoots from that. Running themes through all that is that I'm a coach and my heart. So I've been, uh, I was in performance coaching and corporate life before going into this world. And so most of what we do runs through that theme, which leads me to virtual assistants. You know, you want to help people um, scale their business and be more efficient and really have, you know, the fulfillment of achievement, right, which is what everybody wants. One of the only paths to that is to take a lot of crap off your shoulders. Otherwise, you're going to be doing, you know, mundane, overwhelming burnout tasks every single so you got to scale by having good solid support and therefore reva global was born and i'm not technically not the founder um the founder is bob a chance um i encourage people to go look him up he's a rock star he does a ton of investing himself um and uh he it was an idea that was born i guess oh gosh i guess it was nine years ago now um and um i am part of the executive team that helped build this up and runs it and uh absolutely um it's been one, of the, one of my most favorite things we've ever done was uh, building that company.
0: So, perfect. Okay. I love it. So, you, uh, an accidental investor, I like that, that yeah. kind of title because that, that does seem to be a lot of investors out there. Like, they weren't specific. You know, they didn't get out of college. Like, I need to be an investor. It's just something that kind of happened along their way. They realized they loved it and they just kept going down that route. And it sounds like that was uh, your story as well.
1: Yeah, I mean, I was entrepreneurial before. I, you know, I was an entrepreneurial person. I was that kid that like made the bracelets and sold them in school and had paper routes, and like I was always entrepreneurial. So it fit within that bucket. But I mean, for everybody listening, I was a biochem major who ended up getting an art degree who went into training performance and development corporately. I mean, you couldn't imagine a more ridiculous path, right? Um, so uh, and just, so, but that also speaks to that. Almost anybody can go into real estate and actually really thrive there. It doesn't matter really what you came from if you have the passion to, to go after it and get results, then you can be successful in the world of real estate. It's probably one of the most flexible, um without a ceiling um areas of the industry that, that's out there. So
0: absolutely. Yeah. And you mentioned that uh I don't know if it's a meme, but it's kind of you know that that picture that's all always out there where it's like the dude who's standing at the point A and he's like, I want to get to that point. And then it's a straight line. Then he says, I don't know. The other one's reality, and it's just a squiggly line, and that is totally how entrepreneurship works. It's uh, it's not linear. You always think it's going to go one way, but it goes another way, and so you just zig and zag with it, and uh, you end up eventually in a great place.
1: Oh well, you hope, right? As long as you keep your eye on the prize, you gotta have that that clarity of destination. So at least if you have that, then be okay with the best laid pens, you know, if mice and men do change, right? So as long as you can can handle that and, and feel like there's possibilities and excitement and learnings within all of that, all of it works for you. Um, just keep your eye on the prize. So.
0: yep. And one of the most important things when you know, when you are reaching your goal, if you have your eye on the prize and you really want to get to that destination is help. You need somebody. Nobody can do it alone. We are not solo. You know, you might consider yourself a solopreneur, but I guarantee you are not the only one that's working towards your goal with you. And that's why we have virtual assistants. Um, And virtual assistants, I use them. They are fantastic. And so I'm really excited to kind of dive into this topic uh, and learn a little bit from the behind the scenes. I mean, you guys run a virtual assistant company. And so learn a little behind the scenes and what you guys recommend when it comes to applying virtual assistants to real estate investing company.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: So on that note, um, why don't we why don't we take a little use some examples here? So let's start with uh, someone who's just starting out. Um, let's just say they've done you know a couple wholesales, a couple flips, and they're doing it all themselves. So everything is in their hands. Uh, maybe they have a CRM system that they're trying to use. What is the best way? Use you know with that scenario, what's the best way that you would um suggest or coach someone to use a VA.
1: Yes. Okay. So if we're really talking about the that that 180 degree spectrum and we're really at the very beginning of the line, right? Then I always suggest with people your first virtual assistant hires are going to be VAs within the realm of lead generation, lead nurturing, you know, generate business, right? You need revenue. You need to grow your pipeline. And so um and you will If you're the only one growing your pipeline and you're also distracted by all kinds of other things, reactionary in the growth of your business, you're going to hit the law of the lid very quickly, and that will lead to some frustration. So keep the the pipeline growth happening consistently, no matter what's going on with you, right? And that's what a virtual assistant can immediately step in and do. So cold calling, text message marketing, um, handling direct mail campaigns, updating CRMs, research, skip tracing, I mean, all the things in that realm.
0: Yep, absolutely. I've done all of those with VAs. They are, they, I mean, it really is. Once you get a VA to help you with lead gen, it just it uh, takes a, a big burden off your shoulders because lead gen can take a lot of time. It's amazing.
1: Oh, it's amazing. I, I have a VA, we have several for my my real estate team, right? So I have an acquisitions team and, and brokerage team as well that I still run, right? And so I have virtual assistants that support that team. I mean, Oz is a rock star. He he, he nurtures hundreds of leads a day for us. He, he takes care of all the warm leads that come in. He sets appointments every day for us. Like wow. I just go check and there's new appointments on there. And that's not us. That's a virtual assistant doing it. He's a complete rock star. So, um, and I don't have to think about it. I just know we're going to have appointments. So obviously I work with him, grow him. You know, there's there's effort and growing him and his skills, but and we can come, come to that later. But it, it's amazing to know I have that consistent work happening.
0: Yep, absolutely. So, okay. So we got the the very beginning. If you're just starting a company, you're just starting your real estate business, you really want to build that pipeline. You want to hire a VA to help you bring the leads into your company. So now that we've established that, the next step is operations. Um, so what is a good way to apply a va to hire a va to help with the operational side of um say running an investment firm
1: yeah absolutely so there's uh, i think probably multiple buckets there um if a client calls me right to do a strategy session with them we kind of do a little mini quasi coaching session if you will to figure out where their stuck points are right where are their strengths and weaknesses and where do they need someone to fill gaps right once people start growing their investment thing, there's a couple of things that happen. If they're heavily on construction and rehabbing, bringing a virtual assistant in to come handle, you know, getting bids lined up, getting bids information back, searching, you know, sourcing materials, organizing that, organizing receipts, you know, bookkeeping, that can all be given to a virtual assistant. If you're holding rental properties, property management, oh my goodness, almost everything we do in the world of property management outside of actually the inspections of the properties can be done by virtual assistants, right? So you can hand all of that off. And then and for some people, you're just you know overwhelmed with administrative things, right? Um, so I always tell people it might be time for a personal assistant at that point. That's helping manage your uh, your inbox, direct messages, your your email support. Um, they're helping set appointments. They're helping run your life. I have a personal assistant, virtual assistant, who's amazing, right? Um, I love him. And people meet him all the time, and they want to meet him in person, and they're like, oh, he's not here. I'm like, no, he's not here. He's in another country. But um, <laughs> And, and then the fourth bucket, I would say for a lot of people, depending on where you are in that growth, you probably are starting to do a lot of branding and marketing for the company brand itself, right? It Maybe, And so now you're talking about content management, social media management, um, that kind of thing. So you can actually bring a VA in to do all of that for you as well. Video editing, podcast editing, like things like that can be done virtually.
0: Yep. No, I cannot live without my, uh, my VA for my podcast. That is anybody's okay. thinking about a podcast out there. Definitely start out with a VA. Yeah. Um, so when I, when I work with VAs, the hardest thing for me is to really, really dial in, um, what I see in my head into their actual actions in implementing, um, the ideas that I have. So what are some good, uh, advice tips that you can give for training your VAs to, uh, to, to, to kind of think like you?
1: Oh, goodness. Okay. So this is the hardest part. And this is the stuck point where a lot of people will like procrastinate on hiring the VA because they're like, well, I don't know how to take what's in here and give it to them. And, or I don't know what to have them do. That's the other big question we'll get. Right. So the first step, I always tell people the good stuff out of your head. The first thing you have to do is write down everything you do. Right. Really just write down everything you do and then go through and start circling the things that could be done by the virtual assistant. Be honest with yourself of what you're willing to release to allow someone else to do, admitting that someone else may be able to do it better than you. They may at least be more consistent than you. Right. And go through and do that for yourself. Now, take all of that and you can start um, putting it into categories for what's the best personalities and experiences to do each of those things. Once you start to figure out what those things are that you're going to outsource, then I always tell people every time you think of something or you're going through that list, right, take five to 10 minutes and record yourself doing it because you've been doing it for a long time. So if you, for instance, skip tracing, that's not that hard to do, but say you have a specific way you do it. You use a certain tool, you log in, you want the data to go in a certain place, whatever that may be, great. Take five minutes, screen record yourself doing it, audio and recording so that you have mini trainings for the virtual assistant. That way they can just jump in and retrain themselves repeatedly anytime they need to retrain on that task. They also don't ask you questions. They know to go reference the training. And if you wanted to expand more VAs and so forth, you've got it done. So I just, I, it's a, for me to become a habit. Anytime I think of something, I'm like, okay, let me figure out how I could put that into a training format, record myself doing it. And now I have a way to get it out of my head to someone else, if that makes yep. sense.
0: No, absolutely. And I actually, I just use, I know it's not the, it's probably not the correct way or the best way, but I just use zoom to to record my. That's my awesome. sessions that to uh, you know instruct my vAs what to do i'm yeah. sure there's better stuff out there um but zoom no, works <laughs>
1: Zoom works and it's become so much more robust as a tool. Um, I'll share with people, so I use Snagit, which is just a it's a screenshot tool, um, but it's just so quick. It has this little button on my screen that's just there permanently and I can just grab it real quick. Um, so it's whatever works for you. There's no right or wrong. Okay. Everything's right as long as you're doing it. <laughs> okay. So what, the only wrong is not doing it. So Zoom is great. <laughs> it's awesome.
0: Yep. Um, okay. So. There's a ton of things that, real, you know, VAs can take over. A lot of operational tasks, a lot of things in the lead gen um, category of uh, of activities. But what are the things that you think a VA should never take over? What are the things that you should not delegate to a VA?
1: Mm, so for everybody's business, this answer is going to be different, okay? Because there are extremely talented virtual assistants all over the world. All right. Um, we're very blessed, especially with Reva, because of the way we, the way we hire talent there. But here's the thing: in your personal business, you're going to know what is the most highest revenue generating, most important decision making activities for your business. Okay, and if you know that you truly are the one that's best to be doing that, then that is the last thing you outsource. Okay. So for example, I have a friend of mine who is excellent at meeting with seller acquisition stuff. Like he's just a rock star at that. It really is the best thing that he does. And it's the highest revenue generating portion of his business as, as he measures it. So for him, it's easy for him to out, he outsources everything else in his life. Like literally even have his groceries delivered. I mean, like it's everything, right? <laughs> so that he can just do that, right? Now for someone else, that might not be where you're best at. Maybe something else. So you've got to figure out what are those things for your business so that you have more time to do what generates a lot of money. OK, um, that's where you want to put yourself, where your whole day is just generating money. And this, by the way, applies for your team members, too. And you know, if you have in-office in team members, empower them with virtual assistance. What if you ask one of them, hey, do you know what what the most important thing is you do every day? They'll know. Right. And what generates the most money for our, our company? They'll know. And then ask them, well, how would you feel if you got to do that all day? Right, um, and and take stuff off their plate so they can do stuff all day to support your business to make more. So it, it's it's the is that. And I hope I answered that well, but that's generally what it is.
0: Yeah, no, absolutely. And that was uh I was kind of leading the question. That I mean, for me, it's anytime talking with a seller that is not a thing that I would ever, um, or at least negotiating with a seller, I would not put that on uh, on a VA's shoulders. Um, but most other things that you can, I mean, uh, especially in operations, um, I don't know, I, I can't go on enough about VAs. They are, they're they're Spectacular. Um, When it comes to the type of VA that someone hires, um, do you recommend US-based or English country-based VAs or do you guys just go all over the world wherever you can hire them?
1: Yeah, very great question. So I'm biased because all of our virtual assistants are from the Philippines, and I'll explain why in a second. Um, but I wanted to say something about you just said about the VAs, because uh, this applies to this question as well. You know, maybe not having one of them negotiate with sellers. Here's what I do see some people do. They hire VAs and they abdicate like, well, I've got a virtual assistant. I'm just going to walk away and ignore and just hope that they get me deals and hope that they lock them down and they get the contracts and so forth. And that doesn't work with any role at all with virtual assistants. Okay. you Can you have virtual assistants do cold calling, negotiating and virtual contracts for you? Absolutely. But that's going to mean you have to hire the right fit for that. And that's a that's a certain you know, personality, certain set of experiences. They've got to be initiative driven. They have to be fierce in the world of sales. And if, They're not good at sales and negotiation, they're not the right fit. And that would applies even if you hire someone in your local office, right? So what I see a lot of people do is they make bad hiring decisions with virtual assistants. So that speaks speaks into what you were just saying about like where you what role you're gonna have a virtual assistant do may require that they're strong English speaking, have great grammar skills, communication skills, but other roles that you need don't, right? So that's where that comes in. So could you hire a virtual assistant that doesn't speak English very well, at least communication style, but they write back and forth well with you, and that's okay for the role you're hiring for them, then fine. But if you're going to put them on the phone talking to your leads you're generating or nurturing leads for you or anything like that, well, then you'd want someone with strong Uh, English speaking skills, likely if you're in an English speaking country. Um, We love the Philippines because English is one of their primary languages. Um, They almost all have amazing English skills. And a lot of them, they love American culture. So I mean, the couple that work for me and the mornings I talk to every morning, they sound like they're from California. You don't even know they're Filipino. Um, it's, it's amazing. Um, so, you know, uh, it's again, but I, I and I have them in roles where they interact with the public. And so I love that because my the public thinks they're in my office. They don't even realize they're not here. Um, so it's just you have to be very clear about what you're wanting and then hire the right fit. So where, what country, what skills, what background, that's going to vary based upon what you're looking for.
0: Yep. Skill match is definitely important. Um, and that actually made me think back when I was in college, I, uh, I did uh, an abroad program in India and we actually visited one of the um, call centers that people you know hire VAs from. Yeah. And I, I specifically remember that they had uh, different areas that the VAs would go that, that basically they'd um, excelled at a, uh, not a dialect, at a, um, what do you call it when you're from the South and you sound like you're from the South? Why is that word? escaping me accent. accent yeah so they they had like d- different areas of the call center had you know they were focused on different accents and it was amazing like you walked into this area and they all sound like they're from the south and I'm like wow that is pretty impressive um okay so I just checked the clock it looks like we did pass through our 15 minute mark so we got to jump into the quick question round are you ready
1: oh gosh
0: I'm ready okay all right <laughs> Okay. We always start out with books because I'm a big bookie. Um, if you don't read books, you like you know videos, YouTube, whatever, that's fine too. But give me two recommendations, one for general life wisdom and one for real estate specific.
1: Oh, oh my goodness. It's so funny. I just posted a picture on my Instagram with these two giant stacks of books because they're literally the ones in the last quarter that I read. So I'm a total book junkie. So um, I would say in the world of real estate, let's tackle that one first. I would tell everybody, if you, you know, Robert Allen is like the godfather of real estate. If you're getting started in real estate, go read some of his original books that he, that he came out with, you know, No Money Down, things like that. I, I, a lot of people tell you to read Rich, Bad, Poor Dad and other things. And those are great. But I think a lot of us sometimes forget about some good tactics learning and I love his approach. So if somebody's listening and you haven't uh pulled out some old Robert Allen books on no money down investing, you will thank yourself a hundred times over. So um that there. Um, a words of wisdom book. Oh boy. Um, oh my gosh, there's so many good ones. I just recently read a book that I love. It may not apply to a lot of your listeners, but a book called "Winning" by Tim Grover. Um, I, my personal development is my the category I'm always have my nose in. So uh, I've probably read a good thousand books and personal development stuff. And so I'll give over my my reading list if you want it. But um, it hit home recently. It really does uh, come hits hard on what it takes to really win in business and to be prepared for that. Right. Like a lot of times we think it's going to be easy and it's not right. It can create easy. It can create the freedom that nothing else can create, but you're going to have to put in a lot of work to win. And so it's, it's a good book for that.
0: Perfect. I love it. So books by Robert Allen and then winning by Tim Grover. I will have (laughs) to check out that second one. I haven't haven't picked that one up yet. (laughs) All right, moving on. Um, this one is for your younger self. So if you could go back to the Amy who had no experience in real estate, she was, uh, you know, maybe just graduating college, go up to her, look in the eye, give her one piece of advice moving forward.
1: For real estate specifically?
0: Just, it could be anything.
1: Um, oh, Wow. Well, real estate came to mind, I would have told my younger self to have bought a lot more property, just bought, buy, 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 and don't sell any of it. Just hold on to all of it. Right. Um, I really wish that that was something that I understood at at a much younger age. So (laughs) there we go.
0: That seems to be the, the advice that most, you know, veteran real estate investors have is that they just wish they hadn't sold. Um, and you know, myself included, it's just, uh, it's amazing, especially appreciation. If you're in a good market, it's amazing what uh, what appreciation yeah. can do. Absolutely. All right. Next question. Um, habits are the foundation of our life. So, if you could point to one thing that you feel contributes the most to your overall health, well being, and happiness, what would that be?
1: Oh, I love that question. So, I have a whole routine that we call Power 90 that we actually live by. And my community does, um, but I would tell everybody very important every day, I believe, is to get crystal clear on a reminder of what your higher intention is for your higher self, that you really need that filter for your day. And so if you can spend time every morning truly associating into what the future feels like of you living to your truest and most highest intention that will take into your day strength to um, filter things, filter distractions, stay on target, not let negative energies take you off course. Like, cause you're so laser focused in on that. And I believe that that has to, has to be part of a morning mantra for anyone. Um, and I do it by meditation with whatever floats your boat, but definitely that.
0: Perfect. I love it. All right. Next question. Um, this one is your Superman strength. We are all gifted with something that we specifically are very good at. Nobody has an exception. We all are good at something. So what is the thing that you feel you are most exceptional at?
1: Oh my gosh. Um, I feel weird saying this out loud, but it's the truth. I I love I love helping people. So I have my I'm a coach's heart. I am that that giver coach heart. And so to me, that is my superhero strength. Um, Anybody can walk in my door and I will send them back out, walking on the balls of their feet, feeling empowered to do what they need to do. And that's something that I've always, always had since I was a little kid. And I love it.
0: Perfect. I love it. All right. Next one is about real estate specific. The United States is a very big place. So there are many places to invest in. What is the area that you are most excited to invest in next?
1: Oh, I love that question. Um, So, I am uh, in the Atlanta, Georgia market, and we love our markets. It's so diverse, but um, I am keenly interested in uh, working a lot more in Florida now. That's just because of some, for me specifically, I have some goals there. Um, I would encourage everybody to look beyond your local markets, just period. So, let me just say that. Like, for the first time, and I shouldn't, I can't even, I'm saying like this all these years in business, but for the first time, we really are not thinking about our backyard anymore. We're Mm. truly measuring other markets. Markets. So looking at places like Idaho, Arkansas, like, you know, for whether we want to pick up long term rentals, you want to do short term rentals, looking at other markets, like allow yourself to look beyond your backyard. So that's really my answer to that.
0: Awesome. No, I love it. I I live in Seattle, and Seattle is just ridiculous in terms of real estate prices. And so I, uh, the last four self storage I bought have been in Texas and Arkansas. You know, you gotta, if your backyard is not, um, if there's something about it that you don't like, definitely look outside to different borders.
1: Don't be afraid to do that. Go find a network of mentors that are also working in virtual markets so they can support you as to what they discovered in that process and go for that. Do it, right? Because again, that will serve your higher intention and you may not be able to serve that where you are, right? So
0: Absolutely. That brings us to our very last question. Um, You've given us a lot of good advice. I'm sure people want to reach out and say hi. So what is the best way for them to do that?
1: Yeah. Okay. So first of all, I'd love to help everybody here discover they could do with a virtual assistant so you can go to thinkreva.com and just book a strategy session 15 minutes with our intake team and just tell them what you're kind of thinking about doing let them help you think that through um, and let's get you some virtual assistants on board you will be shocked all the things that they can do. Um, it is amazing. I, I have a guy that has, he has an astrophysics degree. Like he blows me away as far as intelligence goes. Right. I mean, you have no idea like what you could actually hand off. And sometimes we hold back. So think Reva.com. Um, I encourage people to find me on Instagram. It's Amy underscore coach. Um, love to fo- follow, along with everybody's stories. Don't feel Don't feel Or don't hesitate to reach out, um, find Reva global on Facebook and LinkedIn.
0: Perfect. All right. So thinkreva.com. I will put that URL in the show notes. So if anybody out there wants to reach out and say hi to Amy, go ahead and click a little more in the description. It'll pull down the full description in there. You can find thinkreva.com. Awesome. Well, Amy, again, thank you very much for hopping on the show. It's been a pleasure.
1: Oh, thank you. This is great. I really appreciate it. i honored.
0: Absolutely. And for everybody who's here with us today, thank you guys for showing up. You are the reason we do this. So, If you have any questions whatsoever, reach out to me, Gabe at the com. Other than that, I hope you guys have a great week. Keep rocking real estate. And I look forward to seeing you on the next episode. Thank you for joining us for another episode of the Real Estate Investing Club. I hope you guys enjoyed the episode as much as I enjoyed putting it on, and we're able to pull some actionable advice that you can apply in your own investing today in the field. Before you go, we have a gift for you. If you're a new investor looking to get started or an established investor looking to invest, take your investing to the next level, I've created an ebook just for you available on our website. This ebook, ebook will cover how I was able to create both active and passive income in real estate with very little money to start with. In it, I will address the three most often cited obstacles new and veteran investors run into by showing you how to find deals that are actually deals, how to finance a deal with little to no money down, and how to exit those deals for maximum value. And if you get the ebook today, I am throwing in a bundle of bonuses, seven of them to be exact. The first one will be the Off-Market Lead Generation Blueprint, which will take you through the exact systems and processes we use to generate off-market leads like clockwork, which is the most important skill when it comes to creating wealth in real estate. The second bonus is the A to Z REI Systems and Vendors Guide, which will allow you to peek under the hood of our business and see the exact tools, systems, and even the vendors we use to see the success that we do and the third bonus is the top 100 best performing keywords pack which is which will give you the exact keywords we used to target motivated sellers online using ppc ads the fourth bundle is or the first, fourth bonus is our contracts bundle for wholesaling and renting real estate which will give you access to all the contracts we use in the field to execute all different types of co- transactions After that is the investors quick analysis calculator and offer tool, which will allow you to quickly calculate whether a deal is an actual deal and will allow you to create an offer automatically from those calculations. This is a uh, a lot of bonuses that I said, I'm just gonna keep going down the list. Number six is the Investor's Daily Success Tracker, which is a tracker you can use to ensure you are taking the right actions day in and day out to reach your financial goals in real estate. And the last bonus is the Wholesaler's Template for Quick Assignment Cash, which will give you the templates we use to present our wholesale deals professionally and efficiently to our buyers. Whew, that is a bundle. So it's a mouthful. You get all of those bonuses for free when you download the ebook. All we charge is the admin cost to run the show. So if you're interested in the ebook and the bonus bundle, head on over to the website at therealestateinvestingclub.com. Click on get the ebook bundle at the top of the page to take advantage of that deal. And with that said, I hope you have a fantastic day and even better week. Keep rocking real estate. And I look forward to seeing you on the next episode.